Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing, the show where busy people like you learn how to build substantial passive income while creating wealth for the long term. And now, here's your host, Marco Santarelli. Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Marco Santarelli. Today, we have a very special show. It is not specifically about real estate per se, but it is tied to real estate investing, the psychology of it, and how you can be more successful in your real estate investing. So I brought on someone who I truly admire, who I met back in Denver about three, four weeks ago. We were both speaking at an event, Joe Fairless's best ever real estate investing conference. And I was really impressed by Trevor McGregor, who is a master coach. And Trevor has completed well over 10,000 coaching hours. He's worked with hundreds of clients from around the world to achieve success and fulfillment, including Fortune 500 executives, entrepreneurs, real estate investors, and world-class professionals. So his mission is to assist others to achieve better health and more wealth and freedom and contribution than they ever thought possible. And this really resonated with me. So with that introduction, Trevor, welcome to the show. Well, thanks very much, Marco. Great to be on the show. It's great having you here because I know what you are capable of delivering. I sat through your presentation back in Denver with ears wide open and taking notes. So I thought this material and this content and your professionalism would be perfect to have on our show for our audience because they're going to eat all this stuff up. So having said that, let's begin with you. I always like to start off with our guests. Tell us about your journey and how you got into coaching and to real estate investing because I know you're a real estate investor as well. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'd love to share that. Really, you know, my background is I'm from Canada, live in Vancouver, Canada, grew up typical guy, loves sports and really wanted to get into, you know, a career or a profession that I loved and, you know, went to university, studied business. And when I got out of college, I worked for a real estate and hospitality company. And what I thought would be an interesting beginning to my career there ended up being many, many years of climbing the ranks and, you know, working in areas of operations and marketing and finance and HR. So I really enjoyed that because, you know, I was learning, I was growing, got married, started a little family. And while I was going through that journey, I also had an opportunity to invest in the company. And what I did is I borrowed a whole bunch of money off of family and friends and cashed in a little bit of our 401k and popped some money into an investment. And things went great for a while. And then when 2001 hit, I took a little bit of a hit. The business couldn't hang on to our growth plans and ended up losing a significant sum of the money I had invested. So, you know, at that time, I decided, I thought to myself, how was I going to get back on my feet and really move things to the next level? And I started to work with my own coach. And he said, well, Trevor, have you ever thought of doing something in real estate? And I said, well, tell me more about it. And really, Marco, that was the start of the journey. I started to go to a few seminars, read books, listen to audios. And I found that there was a new way of thinking and behaving And in a relatively short amount of time, and with a little bit of money that I had scraped together, I bought one little townhouse, and that was a great experience. So I bought a condo, pulled the equity out of that to buy my first duplex, and really started to understand cash flow then, and I started to buy fourplexes. And in a relatively short amount of time, 
really, I had made back a lot of the money that I had lost in my previous business venture, and I had a nice little profit on top of that. That's great. Yeah. So from that point, people started saying, Trevor, how did you do it? What did you do to go out there and buy a lot of real estate in a relatively short amount of time? And it was really my son Mitchell's coach on his soccer team that said, would you sit with us and share with us what you're doing? And I think, you know, as I started to sit with them and show them what I had done, that's when the coaching bug really bit. And I started teaching other family members and friends, and I absolutely loved it. So I got to a point in my career where I had to decide, was I going to stay in corporate and work on the corporate side, or was I going to be a full-time real estate investor and coach? And obviously, I took the latter, and I've never looked back from there. It's been an amazing ride so far. Yeah, that's fantastic. So you are a successful real estate investor. You're into coaching. I know you're deeply involved with Tony Robbins. I'm not sure what you call the title, but you... Is it a master coach with the Tony Robbins organization? That's correct. Yes, I'm at the highest level that you can attain with the Robbins organization, which is phenomenal. So I am a master platinum coach. And that's where I get a lot of my Fortune 500 clients from Microsoft or Dell or Oracle, American Express. But my passion is also people that are in real estate because as a real estate investor, it doesn't matter if you're new or if you're seasoned, there's always another level. And I know we're going to talk more about that today, but that's really what feeds my soul. That's great. I love the material that Tony Robbins puts out. I have all his books. In fact, I remember ordering his original personal power program when I was in my late teens, which was around <laughs> 1988. And yeah. uh, it was on audio cassette. And I still have it. It's actually sitting here on my bookshelf next to me. But these are all audio cassettes in these little book boxes inside of a big paper package. And I never let go of it. I want to keep it forever because it came with a journal. And I use that journal every time I listen to those audio cassettes. That's, you know, to take down my notes and write my goals and just set out my strategy and direction. So, you know, having said that, you know, I'm a big believer in setting goals. In fact, it's my second rule in my 10 rules of successful real estate investing, which is at the top of our blog on our website all the time. And I really love what Tony Robbins has to say about setting goals, which is he says setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. And the way I look at it is a goal is different from a wish because everybody wishes to be rich, but that doesn't mean that you'll ever take those steps that it takes to become successful. So tell us the things that hold people back from achieving their goals. Absolutely. And I love that. And just before I get there, you know, what I really like about Tony Robbins and what you said there, Marco, is that success leaves clues. Tony's basically been able to take his whole life and really study why do human beings think and behave the way they do and what makes people successful and what prevents people from being successful. And if you really want to know the secret, it boils down to two things. And both those words in Tony's mind start with the letter M. And the first word is mindset. And the second word is modeling. I mean, Tony's been amazing with his mindset in developing his own peak performance strategies. And then, to be honest, Tony doesn't reinvent the wheel. He goes out there and models other people who are already doing what it is he wanted to do. So it doesn't matter if it's in real estate or in finance, in your health, in your relationships. It's really, do you have a peak performance mindset? And are you willing to do whatever it takes? And are you modeling best practices? Does that make sense? Makes total sense. A lot you of it's psychological. Absolutely. And with being able to be behind the scenes and watch Tony and really connect with what he does, 
And obviously, as a master platinum coach with him, I've got a lot of the same tools and methodologies and strategies. And really, with real estate investors, after being on the phone and you know having well over 10,000 coaching hours with investors, I've developed my very own understanding of what are the five top reasons why real estate investors can't get to the next level or can't scale their business. And I'd love to share those with the listeners. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why we're here. So please do. Excellent. So the first one, Marco, is absolutely further to what you spoke to, and that is you have to have goals. And those goals must be backed up by a strategic plan. And you know what? Most people don't plan. And Tony says, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So number one, if you don't have a strategic plan to follow, you're already behind the eight ball. Number two is what we call limiting beliefs. You know, we're human beings and human beings always have some sort of doubts, fears or anxieties that creep in from time to time. And it's fear that is, you know, another thing that holds people back from really grabbing the bull by the horns and moving forward. Would you agree with that? I totally agree with that. I mean, one example that just popped into my mind is people we talk to, investors that we talk to, have made the decision to invest in real estate. But one of the hurdles that some people have is investing in markets that are far away, what we refer to as just out-of-state investing. Because if they're in an expensive market like coastal California, as an example, they realize that they're not going to get the returns in an unaffordable market like we live in here. So they need to go to places like Kansas City, Birmingham, Memphis, Indianapolis, wherever. But that's a psychological hurdle or roadblock that they need to overcome. And we help them through that. But that's just one example of what you're talking about. Yeah, you're spot on. That's absolutely the truth. And then that carries us to number three, which is what we call lack of consistent and persistent action. I mean, it's great to have a plan and it's great to clear out those cobwebs or limiting beliefs. But if you're not getting up every day and taking action towards what it is you're trying to achieve, you know you're fooling yourself. So that's number three. Does that resonate with you? It does. And here's another example. Some people see that the first step is monumental, that they'll never be able to move forward because that first step is so big. But if you just break it down into smaller and smaller and smaller bite-sized pieces, then that first step is so much easier to take. It's like reading a book. You're not going to finish a book in one night. Not necessarily. You could. But what if you read five pages or seven pages tonight and then put it down and come back to it tomorrow and read another five pages? Guess what? That starts to build momentum. Oh, spot on, my man. You've absolutely nailed that. And it's so true. And that carries us to number four, which is what we call lack of leverage. That means lack of purpose. Or if you don't have a big, fat, compelling reason why you want to scale your real estate business, the chances of you attaining it are slimmer. Because again, we always say that the why is the rocket fuel or the juice behind what you do and what fires you up to go take it on every day. Does that make sense? Makes great sense. And I'll give you another example. People think that they want to become rich and wealthy because they want lots of money, but it's not the money that they actually want. Money is just cash. It's a piece of paper with ink on it. It's really what does that give you Ultimately, it's the freedom to spend time with your family, to travel, to not have to work nine to five. So it's the bigger picture. It's the context of what you are going after, right? Correct. You are spot on again and very well said. And then number five, Marco, the fifth reason why people don't scale and get to the next level is a lack of accountability, which means if you don't have a coach, a mentor, 
an accountability buddy or somebody holding your feet to the fire, we know that the law of diminishing intent kicks in and you find yourself doing things that you shouldn't be doing. So really, when we take a look at those five things, and again, after doing so many coaching calls with real estate investors around the United States and around the globe, I challenge people to take a look at that list and ask themselves, you know, in what order of hierarchy would they put that for themselves? Are they missing a plan? Have they got limiting beliefs? Are they not taking enough action? Do they not have enough leverage or are they missing out on the accountability? Because if you start to take care of those things, it's amazing to see how people truly can step up, take their game to the next level and achieve that freedom you're talking about. Yeah, I think accountability is a big one because a lot of people don't have an accountability partner. They lack someone pushing them, and often it's their spouse that is the person that may be holding them back and not actually pushing them forward. So they need more than just an accountability partner, and they need someone who really can break through and help them get to that other level, regardless of all their friends, family, neighbors kind of pulling them back or saying, you're crazy, or why would you want to get involved in real estate investing now? You know, the markets are hot or inflated. I mean, there's so many reasons to talk down your ideas. But if you have a goal and you want to get somewhere, you need someone to say, yes, you can do this. Let me show you how. Let me make sure you actually do what you say you're going to do, what you need to do. So I don't know how to address that with our investors. Usually when they contact us, you know, they've kind of made that determination or commitment, but some of them just end up falling back into the woods and we never hear from them again. So I think accountability is very important because you can set a goal, but now you need to execute on that goal. Absolutely. And again, We always say that there is no failure. There's only feedback. So if you're not getting to your outcome or you're not scaling the business, you really haven't failed. You're just getting feedback that one of those five things might not be in place. Yeah. So I think of what Tony Robbins talks about. I'm going to keep referring to Tony Robbins because I know that you and I love his material and we do what we do in part because of what he has taught us. So, you know, he says that if you want to be successful, that you need to find someone who's already achieved the results you want and then copy what they do because if you do, then you'll achieve the same results and call that modeling or mirroring, whatever you want to call it. I truly believe that. And I bring that up because back in Denver, you had talked about Tony Robbins' three-step peak performance success strategy. That's how I wrote it down. Yes. So maybe give us an overview of that because I remember there's three parts to that, state, story, strategy. That was easy to remember. So I'll let you kind of explain those three parts. Absolutely, Marco. Thank you for that. And yes, most people think that the only thing that they need to do is have a strategy. And that's really the third piece of the puzzle because there's two things that you must have, according to Tony, prior to executing on a strategy, and that is checking in with your state management or what he calls state and also checking in with your story. And Marco, your story is your identity. It's how you feel you are going to show up in order to do something. And Tony's got a great quote that I'll share with you in just a minute on story, because it's really these three things that allow anybody to go from where they are to where they want to be. And I'll give you an example, and maybe just outside of the real estate arena, let's take a look at something like, I don't know, losing weight. I mean, I'm sure you know a lot of people, maybe even yourself, that have wanted to get into great shape and maybe drop a few pounds. So if we just start with strategy... I'm telling you, if you type diet into Google, you're going to get a ton of hits. Or if you drive through any major city in the United States, there's a gym on every fifth or seventh or 12th corner. So the strategies are there, yet we have a country that really is obese and really doesn't understand that if it was just strategy alone, they'd be able to lose that weight, be thin and live healthier lives. So 
what we like to throw in there and what Tony's all about is the fact that he believes that 80% of success is psychology, 20% is mechanics. And that means that the state and the story make up the 80% of your success and then following a great strategy or modeling a strategy is going to you know, get you to where you want to go. Yeah, psychology is so important. And it's not just Tony Robbins that talks about it. It's even Robert Kiyosaki. And there's so many people that just tell you that you need to put the stuff in between your ears and have that proper before you can actually start taking action. It's like trying to go to a destination without a roadmap. If you don't have it set straight between your ears, you're not going to get there. <laughs> Absolutely. And it really does start with your state. And maybe just to go one step further for the listeners. So they understand it and they can apply it is this your state is made up of three things it's your physiology that's how you show up and in your mind and in your body energetically it's your focus and i know you're a big quote guy marco because i've heard you say this on your show before so here's a good one where focus goes energy flows that's and right. i'm telling you people are either focused on what they don't want or they're focused on what they do want. So again, you got to get your physiology, your focus, and then number three, your language squared away. Because your language, both what you say out loud and that little voice inside your head, is going to dictate your behavior. And we know that your behavior is going to dictate your results. So we teach, and I coach real estate investors all over the U.S. to step into their peak state so that they can go out there and crush it in real estate every day. Perfect. I love it. You bet. The second thing that I alluded to was your story. And again, the quote that I was going to give you is quite long. So I'll say it a couple of times because it's worth writing down. And it's this. Tony says that the strongest force in the human personality is the need to be consistent with how we define ourselves. So the strongest force in the human personality is the need to be consistent with how we define ourselves. If we define ourselves as a newbie real estate investor with no experience, we're probably going to produce results with that identity. But if we say, you know what, I'm a real estate investor who's committed to understanding and applying what I'm learning and understanding that there is no failure, there's only feedback and that you can keep course correcting until you get to your outcome, that's a much more powerful identity to be in. It reminds me of all this self-talk. What people say to themselves in their head really affects how they act, what they do or don't do, how they feel about themselves. And I really believe that's part of my success formula is how you feel. Because if you feel good about yourself and positive about where you're going and you believe that you're going to get there, your actions will mirror that. But if you feel like a failure and you believe what other people tell you that that's hard or that's impossible, well, guess what? If you start believing that, you will never achieve any of your goals. Spot on, Marco. You really know this stuff and you're spot on because really when you think about what Tony does, whether it's with a business person or a professional sports athlete or even an Olympic guy like you know Michael Phelps, Tony is aligning them with what is the peak state? What is the peak identity? And how can you use a peak strategy to take you from where you are to where you want to be? So really, as we close the loop there, the state is your physiology, your focus in your language, your story is your identity, and your strategy is the step-by-step -step system or blueprint or roadmap or recipe that takes you from where you are to where you want to be. 
Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's the three-step peak performance success strategy, right? You got it. I love it. I think you kind of said enough about state management, but is there anything else? I mean, it's such an important part and a big part of this. It's, you know, that 80% along with story. Is there anything else you want to comment on regarding to state management? You bet. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter if I am coaching a real estate investor, a Fortune 500 executive, or even some of my clients that are Olympians or professional sports heroes. I think you also have to sprinkle in a couple of extra things. And number one is hunger. I'm sure you've heard other people say that when somebody's hungry, they'll get up early, they'll stay up late, they'll align their state and story and strategy with whatever they need to, to blow through any obstacles or anything that stands in their way. So I like to say, you know, how hungry are you as an individual and how are you feeding that hunger? The second thing that I throw on top of that is passion. And I know that passion is the number one thing that Tony talks about is if you truly love people, you know, and you truly love going out there and finding deals or talking to other real estate investors or property managers or general contractors, or if you've got a passion for the business, that also is going to assist you in taking your game to the next level. Would you agree with that? And does hunger and passion factor in to the people that you serve? 100%. Passion is one of the things that drives me every day. I love what I do. I like helping other people. And I know if I help them to be successful, naturally, that just makes me successful because it helps to grow our business. So yes, 100%. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So really, that is the three-step peak performance strategy, you know, with state story strategy all mixed in together. Beautiful. Beautiful. So one of the biggest things I heard you talk about back in Denver is, and this was one of those things where I think I've seen it before, but my jaw was open because I was just gobbling up what you were saying and it made so much sense. It's this real estate investor ladder of success. And you had it in a pictorial form on the screen with just a ladder going from bottom to top vertically. And then you had broken down the different stages or steps along that ladder, or I guess you would call them rungs. But let's get into that because that was just amazing to me and it was very powerful how tinier and tinier shifts can make such massive change in your outcome. Absolutely. And I'm I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. And really, you know, you've done a great job giving the listeners a visual because I want everybody to, on the screen of their mind right now, think about a ladder with six rungs on it. And we're going to start at the very bottom rung of the real estate investor ladder of success and build our way up. And so what I have come up with, and again, this comes from a little bit of how I've performed in my real estate investing and how I've seen where clients literally transform their business or break through or absolutely go out there and crush it. I think by understanding that you are probably playing somewhere on this ladder in your own real estate career. And once I share this with you and you learn it, you can't unlearn it. And it's that powerful. So if we start off with the bottom rung, Marco, the very first level that we can all show up at as real estate investors is what we call poor. So get a picture of that ladder. That first rung is where we show up poorly. And so let me ask you this. If we show up poorly in what we do in real estate, let's say in, I don't know, say property management, what kind of results does showing up poorly equal in today's real estate world? I know the answer. Are you wanting me to answer this? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm throwing it out to the listeners because people typically think that poor efforts yield poor results, but I'm telling you they don't because Tony Robbins and I both agree that poor equals pain, P-A-I-N. I I mean, if you show up poor in property management or your property manager does a poor job, it's just not poor results. You know, it's like getting kicked. 
And ultimately, that's the first rung on the ladder. Poor equals pain. And I know your listeners probably don't show up at that level. So let's immediately jump to level two, because the second rung on the ladder is what we refer to as good. And so I want you to get a picture on the screen of your mind. That second rung is where you show up and you do something good. Like, for example, communicating with your GC, your general contractor. But in today's fast-paced world, if you're only good at communicating, and remember there's four more rungs on the ladder, if you're only good, I want people to think what kind of results that yields. And the answer to that is poor. So good now equals poor on the real estate leader ladder of success. And I know that the listeners that tune into your show don't do anything at the good level because they aspire to be even better. So then we jump up to level three on the ladder, which is what we call great. And if you're following the path of how the ladder's been yielding results on the other side, if you show up great in today's world and you're great at driving neighborhoods and great at sending out yellow letters and great at going to networking events, Well, great isn't that great because in today's world, in today's competitive real estate world, great equals good. So I want everybody to get a picture of the first three rungs of the ladder. Poor equals pain. Good equals poor. Great equals good. And now what I get people to do and I get my clients to do is to imagine a line horizontally above the word great. So we're going to separate the three bottom rungs from the three top rungs. Because at level four, Marco, this is where it starts to get fun. This is where it starts to get interesting. And level four is what we call excellent. And so if you do an excellent job in your real estate activities in today's world, maybe you're excellent at negotiating deals or getting good terms, in today's world, we feel that that produces or that equals great results. But again, there's two other levels that are available to all of us if we choose to step into the right state, story, and strategy. And level five is the level that we call outstanding. And outstanding real estate activities today produces what we call excellent results. So if you show up and you're outstanding at raising capital or you're outstanding at whatever it is that you're doing, you're going to produce results that are excellent for you to really continue to move up the ladder of success. So there's one more rung before we get to that rung. Any questions on any of this so far? It makes complete sense. Beautiful. Because at the very top of the ladder, you know, and this is the level that Tony Robbins says that if you want to be the very best at in anything, you want to achieve this level. It's what we refer to as extraordinary. Because if you show up and you do things at the extraordinary level every day, and you get into a peak state and a peak story and execute on everything that you need to do every day, you have the opportunity to produce what we call outstanding results. And the cool thing about the ladder of success is it's available to all of us. So my question for the listeners are, where do you feel you're showing up all in on the real estate ladder of success? Are you showing up poor, good, great, Or are you playing what we call above the line? Because if you're playing above the line at excellent, outstanding, or extraordinary, obviously that's going to indicate the level of results that you're going to get. Yeah, I love it. And I like this because I can map this to virtually anything I do in my life, business or personal. I mean, I could take anything and I can say, where am I with this 
on this ladder of success. Okay, I'm great at this type of thing. Well, that means I'm getting good results. What if I step it up a notch to excellent? Well, now I should be getting great results. So I think what I can do with this ladder is I can take everything in my life and I can map it over to this ladder and say, I'm great here, good here, outstanding here, and then see where I can improve. You bet. And what that does is just by you checking in with all of those things, it kind of gives you a little report card for you to maybe have to pick it up and, you know, support yourself, or maybe you're not good at something and that needs to be delegated to somebody else, or maybe you're not outstanding at something and you need to get some support. Because here's the deal, and it really doesn't matter if it is real estate that you're checking in with or if it is something in your personal life. Maybe you should check in on where you're showing up on the ladder with your diet or spending time with your significant other or how are you spending time with your kids. There's always things that we can do to ask ourselves who do we need to be and how do we need to show up to get to the next level or to climb the ladder. And I'm telling you, Marco, there's a really cool addition to all of this because we believe that to jump from poor to good, that level one to level two, is a massive leap. I mean, it takes a lot of energy, effort, and talent. But to go from good to great is equivalent to maybe moving up, say, one yard or one meter. And to go from great to excellence is even less because that's about a foot. Or to go from excellent to outstanding could be six inches. Imagine what you could do slightly differently to move up six inches. Or to go from outstanding level five to level six, which is extraordinary or extraordinary, just like an Olympic athlete who sometimes wins gold by 0.01 hundredth of a second, we call that a two millimeter shift. What could you do differently to shift by two millimeters or do something slightly different? Because I'm telling you in real estate investing, it's the little things that add up to the big things. Yeah, that was the big eye opener for me. I didn't realize, or at least I didn't stop to think that to go from one level to the next level above it required a smaller and smaller change or improvement. So someone can go from great to excellent with only a six inch change and then from excellent to outstanding with only a one inch change. It's like one sixth the effort. So if that's what it takes, why not shoot to go all the way to the top and become extraordinary? It's doable. It is doable, and I've seen clients absolutely scale. I've had clients that have owned one or two or three properties, you know, and all of a sudden they own multiple apartment buildings or strip mall, or they're doing a big land development deal, or they're buying self-storage facilities. It's absolutely amazing to see what happens when you commit to playing above the line in everything you do. Well, I've seen it happen. You are a coach. You are the coach to one of my friends who started with virtually nothing just a few years ago and now has acquired over $100 million of real estate. That's an incredible achievement. And he speaks highly of you. And that's another reason I wanted to bring you on the show. So if you can help a guy like my friend Joe achieve that level of success, that tells me two things. One, you're very good at what you do. And two, anybody can do it. Anybody that puts their mind and energy and focus on it can do it. Because if Joe was able to do it starting from virtually nothing to $100 million in real estate, then that means everybody else can at least have a fair, legitimate shot at doing the same thing. No, thank you for that. And it's been an absolute pleasure to work with Joe and coach Joe for the past four years. But it's absolutely the truth. He has used every single one of these things that we've talked about on your show today. 
and he has applied himself. And I guess I'd also throw in there for people that hear, you know, you go from literally nothing to over a hundred million dollars worth of assets under management. I'm telling you, it is possible. I've got several clients in addition to Joe who are absolutely kicking butt, taking names and growing and having so much fun doing it. And you know, there's a great, great, great quote by Tony, and he often says that people overestimate what they can do in a year, but they underestimate what they could do in two, three, five, or 10 years. So when you hear these big numbers thrown around, or you want to get to a certain number of doors, set the bar high. Set the bar high. You know what? If you're just shooting for the moon, when you could shoot for the stars, shoot for the stars. Because I'm telling you, once you put it on paper, it becomes real. And the universe does support you in your efforts by giving you the right opportunities at the right time or the right private lender at the right time or the right turnkey opportunity at the right time. So I truly believe that, you know, Joe's success and the success of all of my clients is due to a lot of the stuff that we're talking about here. It is a mental game and it's a physical game. It's state and story and it is strategy. Agreed. Yep. Let's wrap up with a final thought here. Maybe you can comment on this. I have this quote, and I think, I don't know if it's Tony Robbins or you, but the quote is this, people who are interested in success will do what is convenient. However, people who are committed to success will do whatever it takes. I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but it's a great way to close this particular episode. So give me your comments and final thoughts on this. Absolutely. And there's a huge, huge difference between the two. Because oftentimes we talk about, you know, mastery. How does one become a master of anything, whether it's in real estate or in finances or in your relationships or in your body? And we often say that there's three things that move us to mastery. And the three things are as follows. Number one is what we call intellectual mastery. That's the knowing part of it. And so obviously, you know, you got to go out there and learn what are the key components to real estate that can support you. The second level of mastery is what we call emotional mastery. That is, are you able to maneuver with the ups and downs, the day and night, the black and white of all the different trials and tribulations that being in real estate can throw at you? And number three, are you out there to what we use call physical mastery? That is, are you going out there and applying it every day? Because if you know it, you emotionalize it and you physically do it, and you're not just interested, but committed to your outcomes, you know, and you've got that desire that Napoleon Hill talks about in Think and Grow Rich that he calls white hot. And white hot desire, I mean, if you know the story, Napoleon Hill was interviewing Andrew Carnegie, who owned all of the steel mills. And Andrew Carnegie gave him this term white hot desire, because that's the color that metal turns when it gets heated up to its hottest point. Most people think it turns orange or red. It's not. It's actually white. So when you've got a desire that's as hot as the hottest point that metal gets and you're committed to it, you climb this ladder of success and you step into state story and strategy, imagine what's possible for you. Imagine what you could do to take your real estate investing to the next level. And that's what all of this is about. And you can have a lot of fun doing it as well. 
Trevor, there was a ton of great material and content in this episode. So I want to recommend that listeners listening to this episode go back and listen to it at least another time, if not twice more, because you don't know what you've missed. When you hear something the first time, it may be an eye opener, but it may not gel. So if you go back and listen to it one more time, then it really starts to sink in and it becomes a more tangible item. So it's worth listening to two, three times and it's online and it's available 24 seven. So that's easy to do. Having said that, there are a lot of takeaways from this particular episode. And one big one is accountability. A lot of people get it. They have a desire. They have a goal. They know that they need to take action and they have a lot of those pieces in place, but maybe they're just not where they need to be in terms of being taken by the hand and walking over the line to get that motion going for them. So accountability is a big thing. And I think that's where you can really help some people where this material really resonates and they realize, oh, I do need some help and I'm not afraid to ask for that help. And so please tell me how you can take me to the next level. So with that, please tell our listeners how they can find out more about you and get more information. Well, thank you very much. And you know, it's been my joy and pleasure to be on your show. I love the work you do. And I think that this gives people a real platform to really think about a lot of the things that you and your guests talk about to go to the next level. So if people are interested in hearing a little bit more about how a coaching structure could support them in taking them from where they are to where they want to be, just go to www.coachwithtrevor.com. That's www.coachwithtrevor, coachwithtrevor.com. You can enter your name and details. And actually, I would be more than happy to jump on a call with anybody. You know, I'd support the listeners of your show and give them what they need. And I truly believe that a high tide lifts all boats. So as long as we all play a bigger game and we all focus on the number one law of the universe, which is expansion, and we're all looking to learn and grow, it'd be my pleasure to jump on a call and support anyone who'd like to go there. And where would they do that? From your website? You bet. They could go to www.coachwithtrevor.com or you can contact me through my own website, which is trevormcgregor.com. Okay. Well, I'll put all that in the show notes. So it just makes it easier for people to find. Well, that's great. Trevor, this has been fantastic. So I appreciate the uh, 30, 40 minutes you've spent and we'll get this live here in a week or two. And I look forward to uh, speaking with you again here soon. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show and let's stay in touch. Thank you, Trevor. Are you on track to achieve your financial goals? Income-producing real estate is the most historically proven way to accumulate wealth and has created more financial freedom than any other means. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best turnkey cash flow rental properties. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly income. Get your free strategy session with our knowledgeable investment counselors at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate legal, tax, real estate, or business professional for individualized advice. For distribution or publication rights in media interviews, please contact the host.